Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Solar Sales Uncensored. I am your host, Aaron Browning, and we have a big show in store for each and every one of you today. I got my good friend Gustavo with us. Before I actually pull him up on the stage, I want to give his brief background so that I grab every single person's attention. Many times our guests over the past several months have been in the solar game for five, 10, 20 freaking years. Our next guest has been in for just two years and he is crushing the scene. In that two year period, he's already eclipsed the million dollar income mark. Like how badass is that? That is so freaking dope. He obviously comes from sales to be able to get numbers like that. He's been in the sales game for over 23 years. He's going to talk about his sales journey in this podcast. He's going to share how that sales background has changed the game in his solar journey. He's uh, also going to share how his first month in solar, he was able to get four deals closed for over $40,000 and take-home commissions in his first 30 days, which is so freaking exciting. Most importantly, though, he's also a U.S. Army vet. And so first and foremost, I want to say thank you for your service, my friend. I speak for everybody, but we appreciate you. And and Gustavo, how the heck are you, man? Good. You, brother? I'm doing well, man. I'm really excited for this. I I know we're a lot the same and that we talk from the cuff, that this is going to be fully uncensored and we don't even know where it's going to go. And that that has me excited. Yeah, I can be be a little uncouth, but correction on what you said, almost a million. (laughs) Almost a million. Okay. We're getting there. Getting there. How how close? Yeah. That's incredible. So over 800K in his first two years, brand new to solar. Definitely a topic we're going to spend some time on. Gustavo, if you don't mind, man, let's talk a little bit about your sales journey, a little bit more about your past and, and what led so, you to solar. So I joined the military right out of high school. I wanted to be a combat medic because I saw the movie Hamburger Hill. And I was like, yeah, I want to help people. <laughs> I don't want to kill people. I want to help people. So I was thinking, I wonder if there's a job in the military that I could help people, not kill people. So I, I watched Hamburger Hill and I said, that's it. I want to be a combat medic. And so I went to the Marine Corps and... The Marines don't have medics. It's Navy corpsmen. So the Army was across the hall. And coincidentally, my best friend went into the, he's now a command sergeant major, a big motivational speaker, Max Garcia. But he went in Marine Corps and I went in, I went in the, in the Army as a combat medic because they had a slot for combat medics. So I, I think my sales started there because I don't take no for an answer. So they shipped me up to MAPS where you enroll into the Army. And, and I was already learning the takeaway and learning don't take no for an answer. I never did as a kid. My God. So <laughs> I went there and they said, we don't have a slot for combat medic. And I was like, I'm not signing up. I said, here I am. I'm eight, 17, I think. And I said, I looked at the first star and I said, well, dude, let me talk to whoever's in charge of you. And he just looked at me like, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, you're probably a punk yeah. little kid is what he's thinking. Challenging signing shit. Let me, hold on. Let me go talk to somebody. And they're trying to, they're trying to pull the sales good cop, bad cop on me. And, and I recognized it early. I figured out I was good at reading people at an early age. And I looked right at the command sergeant major, pulled me in his office. And I didn't know rank and all that shit then. And I was like, I looked right at him. I said, dude, you give me combat medic and airborne school. Because I want to be an airborne combat medic. And he looked at me and he says, okay. I said, all right, I'll, I'll make a slot for you. I said, all right, good. Then I'll sign. And then I signed and I got my orders 
for basic training Fort Leonard Wood for, for the army. And anyway, long story short, went there, got through that and, and uh, then went to combat medic school at Fort Sam Houston, San Antonio. And then went from there to airborne school. And, and I remember getting smoked. I remember I was on the harness on second, the second week called jump or no, it was, you got tower week, jump week. Anyway, it was the second week. It's where we jump off like a wall, like a 15 foot wall. <laughs> and you got to land a certain way to roll so you don't break your legs. So you learn to jump in combat, bitch. You learn to jump from 15 foot wall. And then we did that and I mastered it because if you land wrong, you could break your legs. It's called a PLF, parachute landing fall. And I remember I, I got caught in the harness and I was hung upside down in the, and the jump master's all in my face and he yanked me from it and they throw me in the office and they're smoking me for an hour and a half push-ups. And I was like shaking. And I remember thinking, you, you want to quit? You want to get out of here? And I got four people in my face telling me I'm a piece of shit to just tap out, get out of here. And I didn't. I, I remember thinking, shaking, I was hitting my wall and I'm thinking, I was like, fuck, if I can do this, I can do anything. So it's almost like a yeah. mindset breakthrough, it was man. Like, Dude, if I yeah. can do this, I can do anything. And nobody's ever going to tell me no. And people can tell me no, but I'll find a way because I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'm not a quitter. And I didn't then. And that was like that mindset from there. I can do anything. So anyway, and that kind of motivated me to, but I didn't know yet that I knew I had the gift of gab. I just didn't know that <laughs> I just didn't know I could talk my way in and out of any situation. I just didn't apply it to sales yet. I didn't get it. And so anyways, so when did that shift happen? When, when did you start to, to apply that gift from God uh, to, to it sales? Was, it was, let's go. And I get on a tangent here and I know. And so anyway, so I wanted to, in the army, um, when you P PCS, you have, in the army, you have to do a tour overseas in your four-year commitment. So I knew that I was going to get sent to South Korea or I was going to get sent to Germany. I wanted to be control of that. That's so I skipped the whole chain of command and I called the Pentagon. I skipped the whole chain of command. This is the first time telling us. And I got on the phone with DA at the Pentagon. So I, like, I completely skipped the Fulber Colonel and I went straight to the Pentagon. And I just found somebody that in the Pentagon on the DA 800 number for, for officers to, that's in charge of PCSN. And, and I said, look, is there a slot? I, I just went into, look, I'm just a, a E4 here at Fort Bragg. I've, I've got 40 jumps out of a perfectly good airplane. I'm tired of jumping. It's already been two years. I'm ready to go. And I know that they're going to send me to South Korea. And I don't want to go to South Korea. Is there any other choices, slots for combat medics? And she's like, we do have one slot with the UN in Egypt on the Red Sea. And I'm like, and I'm a scuba diver. So the best fucking place to scuba dive in the world is the Red Sea. So I'm like, yeah, that right there I knew. And she gave it to me. And then orders came down out of nowhere for, for the UN and the Red Sea, the MFO, Multi-International Force Observer, which is a fucking great job. And everybody's like, how'd you get that? <laughs> <laughs> and the first sergeant's like, how did this happen? You're going to South Korea. I said, I don't know. Yeah. But that was the first time I realized, hey, I'm not, if I want to get, if I want to get what I want, you got to persistence and figure out a way. 
So that's a lot of lessons there, man. Uh, I'm a big believer. You don't get what you don't ask for. That right there is lesson learned. Right. You know, everyone else is just sitting here being reactive. They're going to get assigned. You're right. like, dude, let me go hunt. Let me go figure it out. Let me go exactly. chase what I want. Exactly. And that's when I started to I love learn that. that. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, persistence. And once again, don't be like the sheep and just sit back and wait. Because if you sit back and wait and let someone else figure it out, you're going to be left behind. Forget that. You need to, to be a leader and figure it out. Or that that's what successful people do. So anyway, so I PCS to, to the Middle East. Long story short there, I, I was, <laughs> this is where the sales part started coming in, all right? <laughs> Let's hear so it. I'll make this story quick. It could be a long story. I'm going to try to shorten it up, okay? So I'm dating this girl in Israel. Sinai her, is her name. Every good story starts with I'm dating this girl. <laughs> this hot girl, dude. She looked, she looked like. Penelope, oh, it gets even better. She twin Penelope Cruz. I was in love with her. She was she was totally hot. And she spoke Israeli. Her dad was Arab, so she was Israeli Arab Muslim, and so she spoke fluent Arabic and fluent Hebrew and fluent English. The Furbor Colonel. I was a driver. Not only was I a combat medic and flight medic for the UN, but the Fulberg Colonel, our force doctor for the whole UN, asked me to be his driver. And me and him became friends. And Colonel Waters said, hey, Gus. He says, hey, we got to go to Israel. I got to do heart surgery. I said, but you know what? That's only going to take four hours. And we could take five days and go to Jerusalem and get paid TDY. I'm like, awesome. TDY is like 100 bucks a day or 200 bucks a day. For an officer, it's like 500 a day. Yeah. For me, it was like 100. And we could take five days and go to Jerusalem for Christmas. I'm like, all in. Let's go. I was like, Colonel, can I pick up my girlfriend too? Do you mind? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's go. So we take the UN vehicle. with the, We get uh, a 12-pack of beer from the, the liquor store there on post because it's so cheap. And we throw that. It was like a 24-pack or something. And we head to the border. We head to Rafa border in Egypt and Palestine. And then we cross over into – we go down to, to Tel Aviv. I pick up Sinai. And then we head to Jerusalem. I go into this Kodak shop in Jerusalem, long story short, and it's this Muslim, it's this Greek Orthodox family. And he looks at me now. This is 1997, the Jubilee of the 2000 year birth of Christ. So Israel mm. had spent 30, $40 million fixing the roads because they were expecting about 400,000 tours. It just dawned on me that we're in Jerusalem. It's Christmas Eve and we're only an hour from Bethlehem. What the fuck? So I'm like, oh, what the heck? Sorry. Let me pass. And can you edit that? Okay. Uh, you're all good, so, man. Roll. So then I said, so then I said, Colonel Waters, we ought to, how do we get to Bethlehem? You say, you got to have tickets or something. So I go in his Kodak shop and I'm just developing film thinking, oh, we can't go. The lady looked, the guy looks at me and says, hey, son. He says, I got two tickets to Bethlehem for the Jubilee to get into the city for Chris. I can't make it. Do you want to go? I said, sure. So he handed uh, me the two tickets. Now it's me, Colonel Waters, and Sinai, so we didn't have enough. But I didn't tell him because I was going to figure out how to get in there. So I told Colonel Waters, hey, I got three tickets for the Bethlehem, and I held them up like this. I got him, let's go. He says, you, I don't think we can do that because at that time we were in, we were soldiers that could have crossed into Palestinian territory without permission. So I told Colonel Waters, let's, get, let's change out of our clothes. Let's get in civilian clothes and just follow my lead. Colonel. He said, okay, let's go. 
We got a taxi cab. We headed to Bethlehem. Now there's two checkpoints. Okay. If they knew we were officers or in NCOs, then they probably it would have been a problem. So Sinai, I told him to tell him we're tourists coming from America. Sinai told him in Hebrew and she was our guide. Boom. So we got through that checkpoint, got through another checkpoint. I had paid him $20 each. I told Colonel Waters to pay him. So he just flipped out 20, 20, 20. Boom. We got through there. We get to Bethlehem, right? Um, real long story short, there's four gates. Okay. In order to get to the gate inside the church, you had to have, you had to be a president of a nation, a diplomat or a governor of a state and, or a congressman. All right. So long story short, I sold my way through that checkpoint. When we got to that checkpoint, I had the two tickets, but the two tickets were only to get in the city, not to get into the church. So then yeah. real quick. So I got through that checkpoint. I told Colonel Waters, listen, we're going to pay. They had this big uh, video screen of, of 30 kids singing from every country in the world. And I looked at this palace. I told Sinai to tell him we'll give him $50 to sneak us in. So he took us under the bleachers while they're broadcasting on CNN and Fox and everything. And we're sitting there jumping over wires and climbing through. We get through to the courtyard. All right. But the two tickets were only to get into the city. So here I am with two tickets, let alone three of us are there. <laughs> so I look at one of the guards and I, I give him 20 bucks and I said, look, can you just let us in with these diplomats? He said, look, just blend in with the Dutch congressmen that are coming through and I'll let you in. I'll turn my head. So I gave him like two and 40 and 40 and, or 50 and 50 for his brother. So we had already spent like $200 getting here. So now they let the diplomats in and now we're in the front of the church at the door. And I'm behind this, I'm wow. behind this priest. And the priest looks at me and says, son, do you, he says, he heard me talking to Sinai. I look at Colonel Waters. I said, dude, I got two tickets to get into the city. I didn't have three. I lied. Colonel Waters said, what? I said, yeah. <laughs> and then I look at this priest. The priest turns around and goes, you need a ticket? I said, yeah. He hands me another ticket for Colonel Waters. And Colonel Waters, this is when we got this far. All right. And then get this. So then the priest looks at me and says, son, they're opening the doors to the church. And it was at 10 p.m. And they open up the doors. He raises his hand. He says, hey, grab my hand. Boom. He grabs my hand. He grab your friends. I grab Colonel Waters, grab Sinai. He holds up his hand, the Palestinian guards part, all the diplomats part. And we're the first ones in the church. He happened to be he happened wow. to be the cardinal for Jerusalem to the Vatican. And he was running the whole show. So he said, us. You just got to put yourself in the he, venue. You know what I mean? Put yourself in, in the right place. And he sat us right up front next to the nuns of Calcutta, the president of Palestine, Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel, right up front. It was hilarious. We were in there before anybody else. And Colonel Waters looked at my hands like that. He rubbed his hands his guts. He says, never. He says, I'm not re you're not re-enlisting. I said, what? He said, nope, I'm not going to let you re-enlist. Because my reenlistment was coming out. So you're getting out. You're going to either become a real estate agent or a defense attorney because you're the best damn salesman I ever met in my life. <laughs> so wow. that's when I that's when I triggered me to go into sales. Anyway, so I got out of the military, went into mobile home sales, was number one in the nation for Oakwood Homes, and that's how the sales career blew up. Uh, amazing story, man. And I love the fact that it's never been shared on, especially yeah. publicly. There now you you're going to have yeah. thousands of people uh, yeah. watching it, which is cool. So two, let's fast forward a lot, but also go back. So two years ago, you guys yeah. started this. So anyway, so I was in timeshare, sold timeshare for 12 years. I did the car business for three years. Before that, I did. And then in, in 2019, job, COVID hit. 
Um, lost my job at Virginia Beach, lost, moved, started over, went to, moved in with my girlfriend's mother, with my two-year-old, three-year-old, had nothing, no, for, lost everything, furniture, everything. We had one car and a car payment. And then, and then my mother, we, my mother had an apartment building in Berkeley Springs, West Virginia. She had one coming open and let me have it for 500 bucks a month. And then I got, I started looking at ways I could work online. A friend of mine in the timeshare industry called me and said, Hey, I'm doing solar. So I said, awesome. I'd like you to come do this, dude. It's just like same pitch as timeshare. Okay. All right, cool. So boom, I flew out there to Missouri. I did one show with him. One, two, three shows. And I just, he wanted me to be the podium speaker. So I did a podium speaker selling solar and I did it for 40 minutes. And then I got to sit with a client after I did the podium and we had three rounds per day and I sold everybody I sat in front of on solar. Mm. So I said, okay, I'm getting paid 500 bucks, 600 bucks for each client I closed. So then I got online and I researched, Hey, how can I sell this, do my own podiums on zoom and who can I work for and make my money? And I found power on YouTube. And then, then I advertised, then I, and then I started Going through the, a friend of mine knew somebody in solar that owned a marketing company. So then I said, that found out he was in power. So I interviewed him and a couple other people. And I said, look, I'm going to come into power, but I need some kind of marketing tools right away. And they're like, okay. And so that was in, so that was in February. Adam Favre had said, had already realized I got to get the gab. He actually, that's so funny. Yeah. You mentioned him, man. I'm a partner yeah. of his as well. So we're on the, one, yeah, one, one of my CRMs. Yeah, is, that's is my CRM, RDT. I interviewed a, yeah, so I've been. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow, what a So small me and world. him got together and I, I got into to solar. Long story short, I went in May 12th is when. Okay, so I was on unemployment. So it was, I was with Sun Solar for a minute and I realized that I could do this solar thing. And I'll, I was only there for maybe mm -hmm. a month, not even. They found that. So I signed up for power under Adam Favre. Because he, he, we were going to collaborate together and he was going to let me use the CRM. That was the deal. And I would tag him as mentor in my first three deals. So that was the deal we made. Yeah. And then we would collaborate together and make, and make some ads that we could launch on Facebook. So we did that. So I signed up and now I was collecting the solar company found out I joined power. So they fired me. All right. So I said, okay. So now I went on unemployment. So now I'm collecting unemployment. I have no money living. You know, so I took my unemployment, I lived off hundred dollars a week. I took my unemployment and I just saved it because I knew I needed to buy ads. So come May 12th, I launched our end phase versus Tesla. Me and Adam collaborated on that. And we realized batteries were the future. So we focused on an ad in all the markets of powers in California, Northern Southern Cal on end phase versus Tesla. And boom, that's what we did. And I got lead after lead my phone. I did $150, $200 a day for two weeks straight. And we were just getting calls left and hand over, hand over 10, 10, 15 calls a day. And I was just working and working wow. them. And then boom, I got one, two, three, four right away. May 12th to May 21st. Signed my first contract May 23rd. And then second one, May 27th. So first one was, was $16,000 commission. Second one was $22,000 commission. The third one was, the first one was four batteries. The second one was three batteries. And, and with solar, the third one was batteries only with eight panels. And then the, the fourth one was battery. And I still, I got, 
was was I think fourteen thousand dollar commission. Fourteen, five, twenty-two, and sixteen, whatever that is. Yeah. Yes, over forty. So lots yeah, to unpack sorry. there, man. Let me. I want to. No, it's good. It's why you're here. I want to dissect this. First and foremost, for people listening who are not with Power, and that is a large majority of our audience. I know people right now are going to be in the comments. No way you can get commissions like that. That's a whole different segment. We've done podcasts on that. Our average commission at our company is around right. ten grand. I'll speak for Gustavo because we're both really good at sales and we build lots of value. That ours are even yeah. higher than that. So I will echo one thousand percent that yes, he has earned fourteen, sixteen, even twenty thousand dollars plus commissions. I have as well. I've experienced it, so I've seen it. So for those of you with limiting mindset in the back. It, Keep it to yourself because it's a fact. He can do it. The other thing I love that you said, man, I really do. And that's why I launched this podcast. There are so many people jumping into solar who treat it like a part-time gig, like a play gig. They're not treating it like a business they just owned or they just launched. You started day one, unemployment, had no freaking money. You're yeah. scraping pennies together because you knew day one yeah. you had to run ads. You knew you needed leads. Yeah. You needed people to talk to. Is that from your from the mobile home sales? Like, where did you know that leads were the key to this? Oh, product? I learned that, and I learned that running my own company in 2014 before COVID, doing a travel club, selling selling travel club, and, and yeah. I had to run, I had to run ads. And that was before really social media, so I was doing mail outs, and that cost me about ten grand for every show. So I knew that wow. you had to. It takes money to make money. If you look for anybody out there that has absolutely no money, look, there's no excuse. Look right up there. It, it, you can see on my wall. If it's important to you, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. All right. There's plenty of ways to hustle and make money, which is my second hustle to have the core, the courage, confidence, and self determination to work hard for what you want in life. Dude, I've done everything. If you, there's no excuse to not have any money, find it. You can find it. You can find it. Yeah, I, I, I tell new new business partners every day. You can either throw money at this, or you're going to throw yeah. throw hard work at it. Both. Could be a combination of both. That's what I did. But yeah, but it, it's going to take at least right. one. If you're not willing to spend money, go, go, beat, go, go beat the pavement. Yeah. Go call. Go, yeah, there's do whatever no, you can I do. I just didn't want to knock doors. Uh, I didn't want to beat doors. So I took all my money that I saved three grand and threw it into ads online. And I'd already been working virtually. And and that then and I've done what 149 contracts and I haven't met one of my customers. So right here. Okay, so let's touch on that. That's another big topic for our audience. I'm doing the same thing. So you're one hundred percent virtual. I didn't even my neighbor across the street wanted me to come over and give him a pitch and then jump on Zoom. (laughs) Dude, okay, fine. You're the first guest I've had on. So I'd say the story every time it comes up. I'm in my home office. Those watching on YouTube, yeah. I can see my neighbor's house. If I'm going to look at a house, it better yeah. have solar, of course. Even he, if we were on the deck as I was doing the, the pitch, he goes, dude, can you come over? I said, nope, yeah. I'll send you my Zoom link. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the yeah. same way, dude. So why is that for you? Why um, do you prefer it? Because, it, 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 dude, it's just, <sighs> you can do everything right here. You don't have to walk anywhere. You don't have to wait. Dude, time is money. Time is money. Yeah. And time, you got to, I'm worth couple thousand dollars an hour so to take time to go across the street and sit there for 40 minutes or just driving somewhere it's time away i got a whole bunch of shit i need to focus on right here everything i've got my secretaries i got my my rdt my crm my customers calling me calling customers it's all right here and it's time i think the other big one i totally Yeah, it, it is time. I was telling someone the other day, I, I do leads as well. And of course, you're going to have no shows. Yeah. It's part of it. 
I'd rather have a no show on a Zoom where I wait two minutes for them to show and then I walk out and kick it with my family or I get back to work and right. run another one. If I had to drive an hour, like some of yeah. the solar pros that, that we talk to on a daily basis, good God. You lost an hour there. You wait, hopefully waited 15, 20 minutes to see if they're going to show. They did. And then it's an hour to get home. Not only that, you're pissed off and probably don't do anything for the next hour yeah. or two when you get and home I, versus running it under control. I did and, windows, and I did windows and gutters in 2004 to 2005 for one year. And it was I was top guy in the office in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. But it was a miserable existence. It was driving hours and not getting home to midnight, leaving at 6 a.m. every day. Yeah. I, I screwed that. After that, I said, I'll never do that again. I made $100,000, but dude, virtual. What's funny too is you're the first guest that's talked about what they're worth an hour. Yeah. I, I could do a whole training on that. I've, you could need to know it because when you know that, you make yeah. better decisions. So even though, and if you'll be honest, why, this is completely unrehearsed. Gustavo was talking about he made 100K, but he worked from seven in the morning <laughs> till midnight. You divide your hourly yeah. by that. He was making yeah. pennies on the dollar. Yeah. It's and crazy, I'm here. So, all right, all right, so primarily Facebook, is that yes. still your main source of leads yeah, right now? For your, yeah. yeah. And then I have a couple bird dogs ambassadors. I I have a bird dog. I'm not going to say where, but I, I got a bird dog in a certain company that sends me leads. That's not a solar company. It's anyway, but he's, <laughs> it's another thing, guys. You got a network. Well, let's, no, it's, network. It's, uncensored, it's uncensored, man. I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. I've not shared this. I've got a couple um, bird dogs oh, and man, some love- big companies. <laughs> I get my lead. So I, I have a couple. I, I'm going to go ahead and share a big <laughs> tip, man. So all of yours are outside of solar. I have a couple bird dogs in solar yeah. that I'm trying yeah. to bring over who, who are, for whatever reason, they can't leave. They got deals under contract. They haven't been paid on. That's a big one. A whole other topic. They'll send me deals because many are with mom and pop shops. They can only service a city, a county, a zip code. And so they'll yeah. send me deals. It's a, By the way, so if you're with our company, because we can service nationwide, that is a great way to get someone's foot in, in the door, to get someone to taste how much they can earn with us versus them. I do that strategy all day, every day. They win because they get paid on a deal they couldn't have without us. And then obviously we win because they gave us a lead to go run. So I love that you're talking about that, man. That's really cool. How many, are, are you comfortable saying how much you're spending right now on Facebook? Uh, per month? 100, uh, 50 a day to 200 a day. And then how many approximate leads is that, is that giving you? Day. Saturday and Sunday is probably double that. But I got 18 ads okay. I run. I But I run, since the beginning, I've run battery ads. That's why I've, I've probably sold, I counted, I think it's over 250 batteries last year for power, with power. Wow, so most of my deals that. have two or three batteries on them. I'd say 30% are just solar only, but most of them are batteries and solar because that's what I focus on. And and the reason I do that, I did that in the beginning is because people that want batteries, only two kinds of people that want batteries, people that absolutely have outages all the time and people that have so much money, they don't know what to do with. So they just want to buy a couple batteries. <laughs> and either either way, you win. <laughs> and the good thing with that is, is they've already got solar. So that means their credit's good. They've already bought solar. More times out of 10, either finance it, which is good, or they pay cash. So either way, and they already know how much batteries cost. So I can hit them right away. Batteries are 15 grand a pop. Boom. And they already know that. So it's, neat. it's not a, a, as hard of a sale. Yeah. I love that, man. It's really smart with the lead spend that you're doing to have those almost like doors that you already got to knock down because they have to pre-qualify themselves, if you will, based on the ads you're running, which I love. Let, 
I, I, a question I have to ask, man, because there's a lot of people right now that are like, oh my gosh, I could throw 200 bucks a day. At yeah. this. I could throw 50 a day at this. I, it still takes work. Yes. These leads are coming in and, and you're on the yeah. phones, correct? Can we talk about that? What does that look like, your daily operation to raw leads? That so I have, I, I hired a secretary in the Philippines at uh, $5 an hour, or $4 an hour back two years ago. She's been with me since the beginning and now we have three others. So now we have four and they get on. So we have artificial intelligence that is talk, conversating with our leads and then our girls are calling them to get the electric bill. And then I'm calling them too. But mostly I end up doing it because I'm just, I'm good at what I do. <laughs> and so I, it's recorded for them and they copy it and they try to do what I do. But yeah, I just get on the phone and the way I answer it is I'll say, Hey, this is Gustavo with top solar broker. He answered my ad about a day ago about, about the new IQ8 microinverters. How can I help you? Just like that, because you want to say right away, hey, you reached out to me. You filled out the ad. You wanted information. So you got to be real right away from the beginning. Say, hey, how can I help you? You wanted my help. How can I help you? It's a huge tip for those of you listening. I would rewind yeah, and, and write it he, down. He, he just changed. He yeah. changed the script. Now he's following up with them because right. they asked him to. It changed the whole right. play of the of this call. And you got to take, take that. control right away there. Uh, and they're like, yeah, you filled out our survey. You wanted to know about the IQ8 inverters uh, a couple of days ago at two o'clock. And oh, yeah, I was looking at solar and oh, okay, yeah. great. How much is it? Listen, do me a favor. Just give me, I just need a copy of your electric bill. Make sure you take a picture of it where the graphs, so I can see how many kilowatts of electricity you purchased from the grid last year so I can accurately build you a correct size system. We don't want to we don't want to overcharge you and we don't want to undercharge you because you want to zero your bill, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Then yeah, so just give me that bill. I'm going to send you an email right now with some videos and 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 uh and answer some quite there'll be some answers to the questions you already asked about the IQ8 inverters. Just respond to that with a copy of your electric bill and I'll be glad to get your proposal here in the next 24 hours. Okay, awesome. I'll be looking for that email, Gus. Great. Boom. And I send it to him right there. Yeah. Sick, dude. Okay, so a lead comes in. Arne, I know you're a numbers guy. Obviously, you track this high level. How, how many times are you having to call that lead before you get one now, on the phone don't, on average? Don't get me wrong, guys. I wasn't up. <laughs> I am a closer, but when, when you're online, it's not, I will say this, it's not like working in a house. So there, there's not that transfer of energy like it would be in person. If I was selling in person, I would yep. sell a lot more. Okay. But with online, it's a numbers game. So you're able to, you want to transfer that energy of the phone as best you can. It's not as good as in person. I get that. However, I would, I would say it's a 10% close on virtually maybe 10 to, to, to 15%. Is that 10% of the leads you get your closing? Think, Is that I what you mean? Think, I have to look at it. I should have had these numbers ready for you, Aaron. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all good, man. I, I, I know yeah. people are always curious on it, that. It's I'm a lot paint, lower than you know, in person, guys, okay? But you're getting yeah. a lot more opportunities. As it should be. And it, Yep. It's also yes. scalable. You can't, in, in person, you can right. only be one place. The fact you've outsourced three or four people right. in the Philippines. We call them ISAs from yeah. our real estate days, inside sales yeah. associates or agents, right. depending on that, which is really smart. Okay, so that lead comes in. You're having that conversation. It sounds like it's short. Your goal, and correct me if I'm wrong, your goal yeah, is to collect that, utility you're gonna get, and, By the way, th those listening, please note, his goal on that initial call was not yeah. to sell a battery, was yeah. not to sell a system. It, can I, you're not doing that over the phone. He doesn't yeah. have enough information. 
He's very focused. His goal is to get the utility bill. That's the next step in the process. Yeah. Once you get the bill, are you setting that appointment inside yes. of 24 hours? Like yes. your script suggests? Yeah. Like right away. Okay. So, so how long are you telling them? How long are you telling them to block on so that? So I tell them. So here's the other thing. <laughs> I've tra- I've transitioned to not really doing Zooms anymore. I had yeah. a feeling you were going to go there, man. So what, what are you doing, bro? 15 minutes, maybe. Tops. Crazy. So you're not even, are you sending him a proposal yeah, prior so to I'll the call? Send him, I'll send him a proposal. I'll send him a spec sheet on the panel. I'm selling. Then, then guys, everybody here listening, if you don't have chat GPT, get it right now. Right now, while you're watching this video, go ahead and sign up 20 bucks a month. Then what I do, just tips for all you out there. I go ahead and then I copy the entire proposal right there. I plug it in chat GPT. I say, hey, write me a email selling my customer on why they should do business with Gustavo Odeber and power and list the 10 top 10 reasons. And then, and I, so you're copying the exact solo, the yeah, language paste in there. Dude, boom. Mike <laughs> drop, Mike and drop. it takes 30 seconds. Oh. I copy and paste that, put in an email. I call the customer. Hey, I sent you an email. Now I really want you to pay attention. I worked 45 minutes on this. I really worked hard. I really want you to pay attention and read this thoroughly. Okay. Boom. Next. And then I go right to another deal. Boom, boom. So it's okay. So once they read that, you're hopping on right. a 15 minute phone. So then they'll text me or the, or I'll follow arena. will follow up with them in a couple hours or in the evening and say either I will or, or arena will. I just, hey, did you get the proposal? I'm sure you have some questions. Let's schedule a 15-minute phone call with Goss to answer any of your questions. Boom. Yeah. Okay. We got to dissect this, dude. So are you finding – oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. A couple things I love. One is you're giving them what they want. Most people, especially at Internet Lead, they want the proposal. Yeah. They want the pricing. Are you building – like how are you building that in terms of commission – are you sending it aggressive to them? Are you building it with cushion to where you want it? And then you'll tweak later because you don't know yet. You haven't really met with them I, other than collective bills. What are you doing? Recall where their mind is and what kind of personality they have. Just some okay. real quick guys. There's four personalities out there. There's the owl, there's the koala, there's the bear, and there's the parrot. All right. The bear is your CEO type drives a Mercedes. Your koala is your school teacher drives a Volvo and your, what was the other one I said? <laughs> yeah. Parrot. The parrot is the guy like me. It's the salesman. It just doesn't shut the, the hell up. Just <laughs> right. So you got to figure out which personality you're dealing with. If you're dealing with the CEO bear, he's going to come at you aggressive. And if you're dealing with the koala, the school teacher, then they're going to be. And if you're dealing with the owl, that's the engineer analytical type. So there's four personalities. You just got to figure out which personality you're dealing with. And then once you figure that out, that's how I, uh, I'll play it. So if it's a, if it's an engineer, then yeah, I'm going to be real specific. Uh, he's going to get spec sheets and all this. If it's the, if yep. it's the, if it's the bear driver, he's not going to read any of that shit. He's probably not even going to read my email. He just wants to see the price. Boom, boom. Bottom you know, line. So I need to find that out. If I know that it's a bear, if it's a bear CEO precise price, I know that, Hey, if it's a bear combination parrot personality, then I'm going to have to skip all the technical shit and just blast them with the proposal and give them three choices. Never give more than three choices. That's it. Three proposals. What, what are three choices? Give me an well, example. You never want to give too much information because if you give too much information, then confused buyers don't buy. <laughs> confused. Yep. So give me an example. I'm, I'm a lead. Right, you got so, my bill. You're sending me over so the proposal. Cash proposal. 
And then I'll give them a sun gauge 9.74 25-year proposal. And then I'll give them a five-year 1.99 maybe or PPA. Or, and then all three of those you're going to break down but, in that initial yeah. email. Hey, guys, here's the three choices I think. If it's a bear, here's the three choices I think you should go with. Boom, right there. Bam, send it all. That's it. Nothing else. And then the call to action for for the call to action for that is is hit yeah. me back as soon as you're done yeah. and let me know hey, which just one. Hit me hit me back and let me okay. know what you think, which proposal, which choice you think's better fits your, you know. And he'll either he'll email me back or call me or text me and say, Hey, I got three other proposal bids. They're low in yours. Okay. Let me find out. If I know if I'm on the phone with a customer, he says, Hey, if he says to me, Hey, I'm getting bids and I've got two already, or blah, 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 then I'm gonna make sure that depending on their personality, I'm probably going to go at a 0.6 or 0.8 margin. And then I'm going to send the power care 30 year warranty specs with that proposal yeah. because that's going to build up. But in general, I'll stay at 0.8. But if you take my entire, all my 100, 149 deals, I, I did it the other day. I, I'm averaging 8,200 per deal. Wow. So it just, it depends on if you have, it depends on if you have an analytical client or you have a lackadaisical, easy going. If you have a salesman, salesmen are the best ones to sell because they'll just buy anything from you. Yeah. You know, what, what I love about this, man, one of my similar journey, I've only been here a year, but one of my frustrations is, and I know it's it's part of what we do, it makes us great, is doing the same thing over <laughs> and over. I Oh my gosh, that, that 30 minute presentation yeah. with the slide deck yeah. over and over four or five times a day, so it drove me nuts. So I actually, yes. re I recorded yeah, it, man. I'll go ahead and share it. Yes. So, so I shared a convention with one other person, Jabari Sat. he was blown away. He said, oh my gosh, because I wanted my time back. So I sent a recording of me doing that. Kept it somewhat general, so it wasn't just right. their proposal, but it was enough to where they felt like it was for them. I send that. I built an app where I can track it, how much they watch. I said, first step as you watch this, we'll cut down 30 minutes out of our time when we meet so we can only focus on your house, your proposal. You need to send me a, how do I do that? So that? You need to show me how to do that, the tracking thing, because I don't do that. I need to yeah, know how dude, to do that. Huge. <laughs> first I send first time I did it. Too. I've been doing that for nine yeah. months. I send that video. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So for, first time I did it with the tracking app, this lady, God bless her, she watched it 17 times. No exaggeration on my kids. 17 times. As a salesperson, if you don't think I was like dying to get on that Zoom, that thing was already sold. And the other cool part, we talk about getting our time back. I've had a lot of people, let's be honest, this is transparency, where they sound excited, but they didn't watch it. Because of the app, I even tell them, hey guys, I, I just noticed either either went to junk or your schedule's just been hectic, but I noticed you, you haven't Watch the video that you both promised that you both committed you were going to watch prior to a, to us meeting today at four. Can you stop whatever you're doing and, and invest 21 minutes in yourself? And I'll, I'll, it's a hail mary. Yeah. I'll try one more time and I'll end up getting another 50 percent on that. If I don't, chance of them showing you that appointment and what I have found over the last six months of running that model are really low. But guess what? I'd rather know they're a week appointment hours, if not a day before, versus just sitting here twiddling your thumbs waiting on a Zoom. No. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I have a very low show up rate for Zoom. It's hard to get them. <laughs> well, is that part of the reason you pivoted to giving yeah, them the proposal because, and, and yeah, wetting their appetite? It, you know, it goes against all my sales for the last 20 years. I used to be, I give a presentation. It doesn't matter. Always an hour presentation. Yeah. That's good if you're in a group with 20 people and I'm, I'm doing it and I've done that before, but it just a number, it's a numbers game and, and it adds up. Obviously I'm almost 2 million. I'm over 800,000 commission. So 
it's obviously what I'm doing is working. So you, can't, you can't argue with that. Now, do I miss a lot? I'm so, sure I do. Do I miss more than like Joel Gossett who goes in houses in that area and hit a whole neighborhood? And Joel's really good. One of my best friends. I love him to death. Joel, if you're watching this, I love you, brother. Obaldo, if you're watching this, I love you. And yeah, Not if they better yeah. be. I know both of them. And go Joel, ahead. and I always say Joel, sorry, Joel. <laughs> He'll go in a house and he just, he's like a bulldog and he just doesn't let go. And I admire that about him. He sold me shit on the phone. I'm just like, dude, quit selling me. And just, I'm like, I'm ready to give him my credit card. It was like for some lead, lead I stuff or something. And Joel's on there selling me. This guy, and I had my credit card. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. I already have leads. What? Anyway, Joel's really good. I love that. And, but God bless him. He, his closing is going to be much higher because he's in person and, so if you're going to do, but he's going to have fewer right. bats because exactly. he's exactly. And that's two hours of time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, and that, that's a big one for me. It's no knock on that model. I, I know him very well as well. Yeah. He kills it. I thought he did a great job yep. at our convention, by the way. And I told him that the, but right. that's not my model. My model is more yours because of yeah. scalability. I want to be able to replace yes. myself. It is. And this could be a limiting, limiting belief, but it's very hard for me to go out and yeah. find a Joel. Yes. Very hard. Versus, can I find someone that can use yes. Chat GPT? <laughs> someone that I can teach a fifteen-minute right. close over the phone? You freaking right. bet and you the I future, can. Um, and that's what we're, we're doing. doing. It's all digital. We're all going all digital, yeah. and this is where where you and and I saw this years ago where we're going to be very successful because we got to get out of this mindset that you have to be here, you have to drive here. That those days are gone. I believe that it's a we're in a new, totally different universe and it and it's moving only yeah. that way hundred percent digital it's where it's at it's where it's gonna be facts man let's we only have a few minutes left i i, I want to touch on now that you threw that wrinkle with with the new model you're running you get them on the phone so let's use me you're on the phone you sent me the proposal you leverage chat gpt yep. which is badass you sent me over three different things two financing high interest uh, uh, moderate interest and then a cash deal I sent you a text back. Hey, I got a couple questions. I think I'm going to go cash on this. Or no, I'm going to, I'm going to use financing for this example. You schedule that 15 minute phone call with me. How are you closing me? I verbally, are you doing it? Obviously, you are. But then, are you having me fill out the financing? What is well, that? I start look off like? right away. Do you have any questions on? You watch the videos. Yeah, I watched your end phase video. Watched your Franklin Battery video. Watched your 23 minute presentation about power and yeah. And it depends on who I'm talking to. The close is always different. It, it's of course overcoming their objections. And I overcome every objection to where you get them in the frying pan to where they can't say no, because if they're in the frying pan, they can't jump out. But, but yeah, so usually it's price and it's, it's uh, a lot of times I get the subcontracting thing. I've done research on power. Now, if they're analytical, like I said, every close is different. If it's an engineer, they're going to yeah. look up power, BBB. They're going to see the complaints about certain things or in general, just because we're a big company, but, but we have an A plus rating and they're, they're going to well, see some of that. They might see some of that and they'll say, well, you subcontract and you got to go right away to overcome that ejection. No, we hold the general contractor's license in Arizona and we don't subcontract. What we do is we partner with local installers. We do use local installers. So nine times out of 10, the local installer, you want to get a price from we're using, we just negotiate a better deal. That's how I overcome that. But usually I'll get that. Mm. 
Okay, so we're yeah. through the objections. How are you getting me so to then, fill out the paperwork? Is that yeah, over the phone? Yeah, so then right on the phone. So we're through the objections. I like the payment. I said, look, okay, great. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a DocuSign, okay? And I need you to, I, if you're fine with the payment, I need you to go ahead and sign all of this today. Because next week, Monday, every two weeks, prices go up, inflation. And I want to lock this in right now with the IQ8 inverters because they're doing a price increase next week. So we need to get this knocked out in the next couple days. Are you okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Great. So I'm going to send you this DocuSign over. If you're comfortable, let's go ahead and get that out of the way so I can at least get a site survey order and lock in the pricing so the prices don't change on you. You don't want the prices to change. I don't either. So let's just lock it in. No. L love it, man. High level. So are you doing the prequal for, let's say, Mosaic or Good Leap? Are you doing the prequal on the phone where you ask them the four or five questions, then send yeah. them docs? So I want to find out what's more important to them. So I'll ask them in, in the second part, second phone call is once I've got the allegedly seen the proposal and I discuss it with yeah. them, I said, what's more important to you? Is it more important to your price or more important to your payment? Because I got to explain how that works. If it's payment... If it's payment, then we can have a discussion on that. If it's price, and, and, and then we, we'll have a discussion on that. But what I recommend, and this is usually I do this, the last 15 deals, guys, everybody out there, the last 15 deals I did are PPAs. So I've totally transitioned to PA and lease. If I can't do a PA and lease, then I'm going to SunGage right now. So just FYI, everybody out there learns Sonova PPAs and ever and Everbright because that's your bread and butter. You can make so much more money and save the customer so much more money. By the way, Solar Sales Uncensored community, let us know in the chat, either on the on the podcast or on the YouTube version, if you want him to come back and talk about how he's selling PPAs and leases. I think it would be a killer class, yeah. but let's you guys and gals tie him down on that because he didn't know we were going to do it. So let us know in the chat you wanted to come back on that. I think it'd be a, I think it'd be a killer episode for sure. That's sick, man. I'm I'm blown away. I, I say it I say it a lot, and this was one of those that really echoed it. You took the gloves off, man. You you peeled back the curtain. You let us know what was really working in your business, some of the struggles you've had, where you're pivoting, where you're throwing your money at, which I love. Any advice for someone maybe that's like us, myself a year ago, yourself two years ago, that perhaps is a high-level salesperson. They've been successful in other vehicles, and they have that itch to try solar, but they just haven't done it yet. Any advice you'd give to someone? It, it, is, here's, it, it is capitalism at its best. You got a manufacturer who manufactures solar panels, okay? You've got a company like Power that procures them. So the manufacturer's making money here in the United States or wherever you get your panels. Then you have a power company like Power Platform that makes money, okay? Finding people like us to push the products. And then we make a commission, all right? By part, and then and we partner with local installers so they make money, all right? The customers save in hundreds of thousands of dollars. Everybody's saving to make it money while saving the planet. What's better than that? Right? Mic drop, brother. What's a better job than that. Everybody making money and saving money and saving the planet doesn't get fucking better, freaking better than that, dude. Yeah, I love it. Gustavo, I can't thank you enough, man. I speak for our audience. You, you absolutely killed it. This is going to go down as a fire episode for sure. Um, I'll make sure I throw your links in the description so people can reach out if they have any questions. But once again, thank you, man. I know your schedule is jam-packed and I really appreciate you sharing all the insights and nuggets that you do on a daily basis that has made you one of the top 
solo professionals. And just in the say industry. one more thing, real quick. Anybody that's coming on your team or responds to this or comes on my team, whatever, I'll be glad to help anybody on Aaron's team. I'll be glad to to show you the ads I use. I don't care. Look, there's so much business out there. <laughs> there's gonna be so play. We haven't even touched the the crack the ice. We're we're there's gonna be so much business for all of us. I don't mind sharing. <laughs> It's so true. It's about yeah. living in abundance, man, versus living in scarcity. I, I love that you said that. Once again, man, thank you for everyone listening. Obviously, we do this for free. We do it to, to help pour into this industry that we're both passionate about to help each and every one of you level up and make more money and be more successful. The, the, the one way to repay us would be to like, share, or subscribe to this podcast. It would mean the world to us. Gustavo, once again, thank you so much, man. For everyone else, be good, be safe, and God bless love you, we'll brother. Talk soon.